Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting with Emily Flinchpaw, a marketing major from Katy, Texas. Emily shares so many great tips and strategies, study spots, all sorts of great information to help you to be academically successful. Um, but one thing I really want you to listen for and pay attention to is when she shares about the journey she took from changing her major from biochemistry pre-med to marketing. Some of you may have already changed a major, some of you may be considering changing your major, and I want you all to know that it's completely normal to do that, um, but she really touches on a lot of the questions and thoughts that may be going through your mind um, as you consider that process, and I thought it was really helpful to hear her story. So, here's our interview. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the podcast today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. If you don't mind just introducing yourself to the, our audience and maybe share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor. Yeah, of course. Um, so my name's Emily. I am from Katy, Texas. It's on the west, west side of Houston. Um, a lot of people from my high school also came here. Um, so I think that was probably the initial draw. And then once I came on a tour, it was actually the first college that I had toured. Um, I just fell in love. It set the bar really, really high. And then none of the other colleges that I had toured afterwards um, even came close to measuring up. Um, and I was pre-med at the time. So that was another big drawing factor, as well as the tradition and the really strong sense of community that I felt at Baylor. Um, so that's kind of how I got here. I did start off as a biochem major. I was doing that for three semesters, and then I recently just completed my first semester of business courses, which I'm enjoying a lot. Great. What led you to be interested in business? Um, so what I was doing just wasn't really um, calling out to me as much as I thought it was going to. Um, and then so I work at an apartment complex nearby for Baylor students. And so with that, um, I got involved a lot with the business side of things, with marketing, um, running the social media, things like that. Um, and then as well as doing that for my parents' business. So that kind of opened my eyes to the business world. And then I realized that that was where I kind of wanted to um, direct my focus towards. That's great. Well, I'm so glad you found a fit there. And isn't that fun how different experiences, we just can learn things about us that maybe we didn't know before and find where those passions lie. So that's great. Well, Emily, with all of your different coursework that you're taking, have you found some study strategies that are most effective for you to retain the information? So I think for me, what was really helpful um, is kind of reviewing the material the same day right after class, right after you learn it, um, while the information is still fresh in your mind. So it's really easy to understand it in class while the professor is explaining things. But I think it's really important to kind of reinforce that after class, just to solidify the information. Um, and doing that every day will help it from piling up and make sure you're prepared for the test. Something else that's really helpful would be uh, creating a study schedule. 
um, maybe about a week in advance for your tests and then kind of dividing up the material that you have to study, um, dividing that up between each day just so you can um, get to everything that you need to study and not feel overwhelmed with everything. Great. Taking it a little bit at a time makes it a lot easier and keeps, yeah, keeps you from being overwhelmed. That's important. Do you have any sort of kind of study routine that you typically fall into when you're working on different classes? Um, so for me, what I'll do, I will, um, most of the times the professors will provide you with notes. And so um, I'll print those off and then during class, I'll kind of add to those notes. Um, and then after class, I will, um, I will kind of consolidate everything together into um, like my own handwritten notes. And then, so I'll have that to study for the test. Um, and that's just kind of how I learn the material and things like that. And then if he, if anything is especially important, if he says it's gonna be on the test or gives you certain practice problems um, and says that something on the test is gonna be very similar, then I make sure to notate that as well. Maybe copy a few of those over. Um, so kind of reading through the notes and interpreting them in my own mind and putting them in my own words, as well as the physical act of actually writing it down. Um, all of those things together really helps me learn the material. That's wonderful. And sounds like that really fits into your review as soon after the class as possible. And I think the research points to that that being something you can do that really impacts retention of the material. So that's great. Well, do you, I've, I've heard that the way we start our day really can make an impact on our day. Do you have any sort of morning routine that you typically follow in the morning to get you ready for the day? Yeah, so my day always starts with a cup of coffee. Um, I try to be really good with time management, but of course there are those late nights sometimes. Um, so I do drink a cup of coffee every morning. I make that for myself in my apartment, and then I do always eat breakfast as well. Um, I think that's really important to get my day started. Um, it just gets me in a good mood. It makes me feel ready to take on the day, um, gives me energy to do everything. And then I'll just get ready for class after that. And then I'll be out the door. Great. Good. Good to start, start the day and be prepared and not have that stomach grumbling when you get there. <laughs> right. All right. Um, well, Speaking of studying, where are some on-campus study spots that you really enjoy? For me, my favorite spot would probably be in Morrison Hall. Um, so I think it's kind of in the philosophy departments, um, as well as like the honors area. There's these tables that kind of look out onto Fountain Mall. Um, so it's not very well known, um, so I really like studying there. Um, and then whenever I kind of need to be around more people, if it's not intense studying, then the basement of Moody, um, most people, a lot of people do study there. And if it's light studying, light work, then I think it can be um, a good environment to kind of let you focus and study as well as be able to take those needed breaks for some social interaction as well. Great. Yeah, it sounds like it kind of depends on what you're working on, where you decide to study. And do you have any favorite off-campus study spots that you enjoy? Yeah, so I really like Dichotomy. Mm -hmm. um, they have a little upstairs um, area that kind of, you can kind of see downtown Waco and City Hall. So that's really nice up there. 
Um, and then Collins Street Bakery, actually, it's a little bit further away. So there's normally um, less students there, more places to study. It's really big. Lots of great light as well. Um, and they have little treats and coffee. So if you ever need to pick me up while studying, that's a great place too. Awesome. Do you have a favorite coffee order when you're studying that you typically like to get? Yeah, I definitely, um, I get the caramel macchiatos. For some reason, I find maybe it's all the extra sugar in there, <laughs> but that really gives me a boost of energy as well. Um, so yeah, that would be my go-to coffee order. Good to know, good to know. Well, another thing that can be an incredible teacher just in our lives in general, is any time that maybe we faced a difficult challenge and overcame it, or maybe we made a mistake and we really learned from that. Have you had an experience like that that you could share with us? Yeah, so I kind of touched on it earlier um, about my uh, major switch. Mm -hmm. So I did start off biochem in the science world. I was pre-med. Um, I did enjoy it, but I always kind of questioned if this was where, if this was what I wanted to dedicate my life to, um, just because it is a lot of hard work, um, which I'm not afraid of hard work, but it does take that hard work. So if it wasn't something that I truly wanted to take on, then um, I needed to find something else that I really wanted to do with my life. Um, and so kind of accepting that and coming to terms with not not being pre-med, not doing what I thought would be expected of me, what I thought I had to be doing, um, just finally realizing that what I wanted to do um, would be kind of something more in the business world and just kind of reaching that point of, tell, you know, telling my parents and kind of planning everything out with um, just to make sure I could graduate on time, getting my courses planned out, things like that. So I would definitely say that would be my biggest hurdle thus far in college. So Yes, that can be a big challenge because sometimes we come into college with kind of a specific idea of what classes are going to be like and what things are going to be like. And then to, as you learn more about yourself, that can really affect that decision of what to study and what to focus on. So thank you for sharing about that. Hi everyone, this is Carol again. I just wanted to break in and share a word from one of our sponsors, Baylor Summer. Baylor Summer is giving away two $1,000 scholarships towards your summer 2019 tuition bill. I think that's something everyone can get excited about. So if you are planning to take summer courses at Baylor and would like to have a chance to win, um, one of these prizes, here's what you do. Go to Instagram, follow at Baylor underscore summer, and then post about your summer plans. You will tag Baylor underscore summer and also use the hashtag MyBaylorSummer. Once you do all those things, you'll be entered to win. We'll run this campaign through April 17th and pick the winner after that. The winner will need to be registered in at least one class for the summer 2019 session. That can be a class in Maymester, summer one, summer two, full summer. Um, but 
I bring this up, especially in this episode, um, because the timing's great, but also because I wanted to let you know that we've done some research in students who change a major at least once during their time at Baylor and take summer classes at Baylor have higher graduation rates. And I think that's something else to get excited about. So I hope you'll consider um, taking advantage of this great opportunity. Now back to our interview. Well, another thing that comes along with college besides our major and planning our path that way is thinking through what sorts of student organizations we might want to get involved with to kind of enhance that academic studies that we're, we're doing. So what are some organizations that you've gotten involved in since you've been at Baylor? So I started in AMSA, which is the American Medical Student Association. Um, they had a lot of really good events to kind of meet people and learn about the different specialties of medicine and kind of learn things about ethics um, and like medical terminology, things like that. So that was a really cool organization and they would have like little social study hours um, to kind of encourage people to study. Um, and then after, I'm now in the American Marketing Association. Um, so that's really cool. They host workshops about different um, kind of marketing tools, um, things like Lightroom and like different Adobe products as well, which is helpful for marketing, which is really nice. Um, and that's really good for time management. Their meetings aren't too uh, often, so it's not too much of a time commitment. Um, besides those, I do, um, I'm a part of a sorority, and so with that, they do also have, um, especially during finals week, they'll have little study hours. They'll turn the chapter room into a big study area, and they'll provide snacks, things like that. Um, and so there's always someone in a group message wanting to study, saying, hey, I'm not moody, anybody want to join me? So that's been really great for studying as well. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like they really promote scholarship in your group, in your sorority. So that's fantastic. And then I like how you've always gotten involved in an organization that relates directly to your academic focus. So um, yeah, it sounds like this both of both of the organizations that you were involved in really enhanced that and sounds like in the American Marketing Association you're learning lots of really great skills too to enhance as well so that's exciting well with all of you mentioned good for time management that some maybe organizations require less time than others but anytime we're involved in organizations and classes and work there's a lot, of, a lot of things to keep together. What are or is a time management tool that you found to be helpful for you to kind of keep your schedule together? Um, so first, I do have a planner. Um, I think that's really important for me to kind of list everything out with everything that I need to get done. Um, and that, again, really helps with planning a study schedule um, and setting aside time each day to really um, focus on those certain things for each day. Um, and it's just really satisfying. Something about crossing something off of a list once you've gotten that done. Um, and it just really motivates you to keep going, to keep, um, to keep getting things done. So probably getting a planner is really helpful for time management, as well as the Pomodoro timer. So, um, so out of 30 minutes, it allots 25 to studying and then gives you five minute breaks. 
Um, and then there's a website where you can actually really customize that. So say the material you're studying, um, you're in a really good study mood, so you can do maybe 35 minutes at a time, and then you wanna take five or 10 minutes break after that, you can really customize that. Um, so that's really helpful as well. Oh, awesome, that sounds great. And is there a particular type of planner you like to use, or does it matter? Um, I kind of just, I like the ones that have spaces for each day, mm -hmm. um, like larger spaces. That way I can kind of write what's due that day and then what I actually need to get done. Um, just notes throughout the day. So room for that to-do list so you can check it yeah. off. And yes. then what is the name of, do you have the name of the website for the Pomodoro timer? Uh I don't know exactly what it is. It should be the first one that pops up on okay. Google. Awesome. Well, we will find that and put it a link on the website so everybody can find that and use that. That sounds amazing. And then you can even probably customize it for that day of looking at that specific to-do list and what all you need to get done. So that's fantastic. Well, I'm hoping that we have some of our incoming students listening to this episode and thinking back about when you were a new student to Baylor, what is some advice you, knowing, knowing what you know now, would like to share with your incoming student self? Um, I would probably say it's really important to get involved um, as well as live in the moment so I'm already halfway done with college, and that just seems crazy to me <laughs> um, to be halfway done with everything. Um, it flies by, so I think it's really important to kind of live in the moment, live in the moment, um, seize every opportunity um, within reason, of course. You know, have your priorities straight and get things done, but also don't be afraid to try new things um, and make friends. Um, I've had the privilege of making some incredible friends here um, just through different outlets of meeting people and I think that's really important to open yourself up to meeting new people and new experiences because um, that'll really enable you to learn and grow as a person and then get the most out of your college experience that you can. Fantastic, thank you. Well is there a resource that you found to be especially helpful while you've been at Baylor? Um, I'd probably say the, um, all the faculty and like your professors and things like that, they're all, um, so easy to get in contact with and they're always so willing to meet with you, um, during office hours, even after office hours, um, they're normally so willing to set up appointments with you. Uh, to meet with you to make sure you're doing all right, um, as well as your academic advisors. So back when I was not sure what I wanted to do, um, I kind of talked to different advisors and different departments just to see what would be a good fit for me. And they're always willing to talk to students and um, help them with whatever they need. Great. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that's been such a good experience for you. Well, with all the studying, you talked about using your Pomodoro timer and it gives you some study break time. Um, what are some things you like to do for a study break? 
Um, study breaks. So I really enjoy working out. Um, now that's a little bit longer, of course, than just that five minutes with sure. a Pomodoro timer. Um, but I really enjoy working out, um, cooking, baking, um, reading as well. I think that's important, like reading for pleasure um, and not just school books. Um, and then just hanging out with friends, I think is something that I really enjoy. I'm very extroverted. Um, so getting that human interaction and that's like the social environment with my friends is also very important. So like we'll hang out, watch a movie, maybe go hammocking, uh -huh. uh, even study, like study while we hammock. That's another thing that we really like to do. Um, so yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, you mentioned reading. Is there a good book you've read lately or within the last year? Um, I am currently reading Single, Dating, Engaged, Married by, I think it's Ben Stewart. Um, I have these. Yes, it's by Ben Stewart. Um, and so that, it's very interesting because it kind of combines like the dating world with Christianity. And I think he did come to vertical as well. So that's kind of what sparked my interest with the book. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think at Baylor with a kind of the environment here, with you know, the ring by spring, that sort of thing. Um, it's a really encouraging book um, that kind of shows where the, where your emphasis should be um, while you're young, while you're kind of looking for that significant other. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of gets you in a better mindset. So. Awesome. Yeah, Great. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Well, I just have one more question for you. And that's just kind of thinking about the future. When you think past graduation and all the possibilities after that, what are some of your hopes beyond Baylor? So career-wise, I do hope to maybe, um, so to work in marketing, of course, um, to maybe do something with brand development, product development, ad campaigns, things like that. Um, I'm also kind of interested in maybe starting my own business, so um, kind of looking into different things there, so that would kind of be interesting to combine the entrepreneurship kind of things with marketing as well, um, and then just person, like for me personally, um, I hope to, like beyond Baylor, I hope to have a family and to be happy and just to ultimately be working towards um, doing something good for others, especially because I love being able to serve other people and help other people. So no matter what I'm doing, no matter where life takes me, um, I hope it ultimately does come back to that and being able to serve others. That's fantastic. Well, it sounds like you're well on your way. And thank you so much for sharing all of these great ideas and tips and techniques with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I hope it was helpful. What great information. I thought Emily shared so many excellent tips and techniques that she's using, but also just this idea of all the different ways that we can um, think about where our passions are, what we're most interested in. I really loved hearing how she discovered through her her job and also working at her parents' company, 
some things that she really loved doing. And that led her to kind of reevaluate what she was studying and, and what she wanted to do. And so I think sometimes it's easy for us to get blinders on and just focus in one direction, even if we're having experiences in other areas of our life that we really are passionate about and, and really motivate us and energize us, but we just might not um, step back often enough to look at the big picture. And so I hope each of you will step back and look at the big picture of your life and think about where are the things that I are just really life-giving to me and, and does this relate with what I'm studying, what I'm pursuing? I hope your semester is going well. I hope you find a takeaway um, of a time management tip or a study strategy that will be helpful for you. And I hope you join us again next time when we hear another student success story. Do you have a student success story you'd like to share? Did you start implementing a tip or technique you learned from the podcast and want to tell us more about it? Maybe you have questions or comments about how we can make this podcast better, or is there a certain content you would like to hear about? Please let us know by emailing studentsuccessstories at baylor.edu. You can also check out our website where we have more details about the different episodes, and you can find that website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast. Here you can download episodes, subscribe to our iTunes, and see all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. These show notes are great, especially if you've been listening to the episodes on the go and want to find out more about certain resources, tools, strategies. Um, some of our guests have mentioned, you'll find all that information right there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. This is where we share when new episodes are going to be uploaded, when we have more information about tips and techniques that different guests have shared. And also, sometimes our guests take over our Insta stories, and those um, stories have been posted to our highlights. So be sure and check those out. They're a great way for you to get a good connection with our guests and see more about how they've been successful as students. Thanks for listening. Our podcast theme song is Run One Down by Dan Liebowitz. <laughs>